My name is Nikki. My name is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Crime Crime Stories, a weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night. What's so funny? I was trying to count. Joby was doing weird languages and it made me giggle. And it was like. It started out as Spanish and then ended as French. I was going to say, and then it went French, but then you didn't say three correctly in French. You just no. were like, tre, tre, yeah, tre, no. tre du un. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's toi. 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 Yeah. Toi. toi. It's toi without the T. Yes, exactly. Un, toi. Un, Sorry. I don't know why I'm so warm. <laughs> You're always warm. You're always warm. warm. It's and fucking I'm warm cold. in here. I have a long sleeve shirt on and I'm cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm hot. Sorry. I'm hot. I'm, and no, that's not hot, hot like that. That's, that's hot. hot. That's hot. I just want to rub. I just want to rub. Oh, God. No, no. I just want to rub. Oh, brother. Okay, guys. I was guys. wearing my, my, um... My Louboutins. I wasn't wearing Louboutins. <laughs> what are they, Kitty Hills? Yeah. Something like that. Oh, my God. Anyways. All right, guys. On to Charlie's True Crime Headlines. True Crime Headlines. And I'll do it as well. Okay, so I have two, and they're both NFL related. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. So the first one from the New York Times, like super official, December 14th, 2021, headline reads OJ Simpson's parole supervision ends. OJ Simpson is no longer under parole supervision in connection with his 2008 robbery conviction in Nevada. A state law enforcement official said on Tuesday, noting that the former football star parole obligations were lifted two months early for good behavior. Oh, my God. Yeah. So um, I'm sure we're all aware that after his famed trial in the 90s, um, O.J. Simpson and some friends of his um robbed a person in Las Vegas who was selling yes exactly who was selling uh OJ Simpson memorabilia and he was trying to like and he's like it wasn't robbery it was all my stuff I'm like that's not how it fucking works bro um so he went to jail and then he was on parole now there was a rumor that he was living in St. Pete because I know his kids live in St. Pete or at least his daughter does mm-hmm. um but according to this article he has He's been in living Vegas. in Las Vegas yeah I saw him on some girl's TikTok the other day I was just like Oof. I would not proudly oh she like, was no, no. she was st- and I was like so that was my first headline my second headline um, was actually sent to me by Nikki today, um, and I'll tell you why. It was from USA Today, uh, published on December 15th, 2021, and the headline reads, Former NFL player Philip Adams, who shot to death six people and killed himself, suffered from CTE. Now, we remember earlier this year, no, earlier in 2021, because you guys, this is probably 2022 when we're listening to this. Um, so earlier last year, I had done an episode about Chris Benoit, the pro wrestler, who, after he murdered his wife and child, did kill himself. And it was found that after his death, there was a high likelihood that he himself suffered from CTE, possibly very advanced CTE. Um, Philip Adams, the former NFL player who, in April, shot to death six people, um, did suffer from the debilitating brain disease, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, CTE. Wow. The doctor, I said that right. The doctor who conducted the brain study announced on Tuesday. So um, this neuropathologist did examine Adam's brain 
and did see that he had severe frontal lobe damage similar to what was found in Aaron Hernandez, the former NFL tight end who was convicted of murder in 2015 before killing himself in 2017. Um, So this is obviously something that we know is a pattern, this change in behavior, extreme change in Mm -hmm. behavior and uh, violent behavior that comes from uh, CTE is a neurodegenerative disease linked to concussions and repetitive head trauma from football and other contact sports. It's been associated with behavioral and mood changes, according to the Mayo Clinic and multiple other studies. Um, I, I just I don't know how much longer this needs to go on before there's some fucking changes. Um, apparently, this gentleman had some gentlemen. It's ho- it's so hard, right? It's so hard to reconcile the fact that he was truly suffering with what he eventually did, right? Yeah. So, like, how do you right? It's it's awful. So anyway, Adams had stage two CTE, mm-hmm. with stage four being the most severe. In the Adams shootings, those killed included a, a prominent local doctor, his wife, and their two young grandchildren. Two men working at the doctor's home were also killed. Toxicology analysis of Adam showed amphetamines for which he had a prescription, according to the coroner. Um, So, yeah, it's just... It's sad and frustrating. It is. Sad and very frustrating. That's it's, a, that's it's kind of like It's kind of like um, whenever, and I think I've said this before, when people talk about Kanye West and, like, people speak very negative of him but I also am like he's bipolar mm-hmm. and he's also off of his medication and it's like it doesn't excuse what he does right. but it's still just like correct there's a mental illness there right so um, he was a cornerback who played college football at South Carolina State was a seventh round pick in San Francisco mm-hmm. 49ers in the 2010 NFL draft between 2010 and 2015 he played for six teams the 49ers, Patriots, Seahawks, Raiders, Jets, and Falcons. He was 32 at the yeah. time of the killings. Wow. So, yeah, uh, like I said, I'm very curious of... Oh, this is interesting. Sorry, I didn't read this whole article, but it says here, um, Adams was desperately seeking help from the NFL, according to a statement from mm-hmm. his family that was read during the press conference. After going through records from his football career, we do know that he was desperately seeking help from the NFL, but was denied all claims due to his inability to remember things and to handle seemingly simple tasks, such as traveling hours away to see doctors and going through extensive evaluations. Which you would think would make sense for someone who has a brain injury that they would not remember. Yes, but this is the NFL. And of course, the NFL did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Why would they? Trash. I just, there's, I stopped watching NFL probably about two or three years ago. And this is just like one other thing that you can kind of pile on top of all of it. It's a consistent thing that you're continuing to see. Yes. With football players. And it's, it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's undescribable how upsetting it is because it's shit that's preventable Mm -hmm. and because we just because the sport makes people money and because people the the public is too stubborn to give up something that they love Mm -hmm. to save other people's fucking lives um sound familiar to anybody in the last Mm -hmm. two years um nobody's doing anything about anything what are we talking about coronavirus oh i was like people won't give up anything that they love like what are we talking about to save other people i think because i have i have done the things that i'm supposed to i don't like i I don't pay attention to other people aren't doing what they're supposed to yeah but it's like we you know i love i love football so 
you know, if you stop football or tell them not to do head injuries, they're just a bunch of, yeah, they're a bunch of snowflakes. Or, or, you know, we're just trying to save people's lives. But, you know, hey, whatever. The price they pay for entertainment exactly. is not their lives. It's, Correct. It's the Correct. players' lives. Correct. And I, I just, it's, it's frustrating. It's upsetting. And very similar to what I was talking about um, when Nikki did her true crime headline last week with the person uh, who got into the car accident to the NFL player um, and killed that young girl oh. and her dog. Why am I fucking um, <laughs> blanking on everything? I'm like sitting here trying to think. I'm like, like what, I what did I do? Um, but like I said, with that, you know, and he's he's going to he has the chance of getting out of prison in two years. He'll only be 25 years old. And can we I can almost guarantee you he'll be welcome back on an NFL team. Mm-hmm. There have been NFL players that have literally killed people and mm-hmm. have continued to play football. <laughs> like the the ones who beat the crap out of their girlfriends mm-hmm. and then continue to play football. I just can't with the hypocrisy anymore. I can't do it. I, I can't. Jovi and I are it. just like, mm-hmm. 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 Pisses me off. Mm-hmm. It's making me rage a little bit. Maybe that's why I'm so hot. Maybe. You're transferring your heat to me. <laughs> like, I'm like, God damn. I just, you know. And I know I know I said this a couple of weeks ago. You guys know that all of all of what we say is our own opinions. You can take what we say with a grain of salt. I refuse to apologize for my opinions because I believe how I believe. But um, yeah, sorry. I just I just said sorry. Um, it's it pisses me off. It's frustrating because it's hypocritical, and I that's one of my biggest frustrations. I can't stand. Mm-hmm. So. With that being said, completely said, um, I'm going to pass things back over to Nikki for tonight's bed crime story. So, Nikki, will you get us more mad, please? Um, so my sources for this week are um, Sky News, mm-hmm. which is where I got a majority of my stuff from, and of course Wikipedia. Because nice. hello, and then Wikipedia kept literally being like, "This is your fifth time viewing this page. Are you gonna donate?" And I'm like, "I feel so pressured. Yeah, <laughs> I feel pressured. I'm sorry." I actually donated last week. I, I do donate every once in a while mm-hmm. because they yeah. do help me. I'm like, you do a lot of solids for me, my friend. Yes, yes. Um, so this week I am doing the murder of Grace Millen. Mm. So. Of course, because I am obsessed with TikTok. I saw this on TikTok and I was like fucking mind blown. And the more that I learned about it, the more mind blown I was. Mm-hmm. Blown I was. Mm-hmm. And this is a very recent story. Yes. Grace Millen was from Wickford, Essex. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yep. 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 She had recently graduated from the University of Lincoln with a bachelor's degree in advertising and marketing Hmm. and was on a backpacking trip during her gap year, which I fucking envy everybody who has ever done this. Yeah. Because I'm like, that is. It's baller. Yes. Yeah. Put her jobs for a year and then go. I'll be like, excuse me, I'm taking a gap year from from work, from life, and I'm going to go back. Starbucks allows you to do that. You can have a coffee break. That's how my my old manager walked the whole entire Appalachian Trail. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a lot of work, though. It does. That, yeah. I, I'd I, rather I be at know. work. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a lot. I don't have the time. So Grace was on a two-week stay in New Zealand after spending six weeks in South America. She entered New Zealand on November 20th, 2018, and traveled around the upper 
North Island. So I had to Google what New Zealand looked like. Uh, and it's like two, like, I mean, it's basically a big island. Mm-hmm. But then it's like two separate islands. Mm-hmm. And there's like a little strait in between. Mm-hmm. So I hope I described that well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think okay, so. go, okay, good, good, good. She arrived in Auckland on November 30th. Leaving the base back at uh, Packers Hostel in Auckland, she walked into the city central streets dressed in a neat knee-length black dress, clutching a small handbag. Cute. Which I also was trying to find out how much the Backpackers Hostel was, but literally it is booked all next year. Wow. Like, it's like there's no availability. I was, like, just trying to get, like, an idea Right, price-wise of what she was spending there, yeah. Yeah, because I think she was using, like, a, a she was in a shared space, which is what right. people usually Hostels do when usually they... are, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as he prepared to join uh, Grace on their night out, Jesse Kempson stopped into the Blue Stone Room, a local bar right next to the City Life Hotel where he was living. CCTV shows him downing four bottles of beer in the half hour before their arranged meeting. Oof. Right? Like, God, it takes me like an hour to drink beer. Yeah, it's so filthy. Yeah. Bubbly. Uh, Grace, meanwhile, was at the base of the Sky Tower early. Um, Video images show her taking a photo on her phone of a Christmas tree. The spot where they agreed to meet is a very well known in um, New Zealand's biggest city. The Sky Tower is one of the most obvious um, icons on the city's skyline. Um, And it's visible for miles around in the focus of many events. So, like, I I looked up, and it reminds me of the, like, Seattle uh, Space, Space Needle. Needle. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. Yeah, me. it's like an observation tower type of a yeah. jam. Yeah, yeah, Most importantly, it was highly public and a sort of a location where Grace uh, should have felt set, safe to meet someone. Mm-hmm. So, as Kempson arrived, the pair recognized each other almost immediately, and he gave her a hug as she smiled and moved towards him. Um, so just to note, they, they met on Tinder. Yes. And yeah. Which, I mean, you can go on dates and meet people on Tinder. It's not just one thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's not Mm -hmm. just doing it. Not just doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, their first stop was a burger restaurant and bar on the first floor of the adjacent Sky uh, City complex. Their entire time together at the Sky City was caught on camera and the footage shows them chatting as they go up an escalator to Andy's Burger and Bar, where they order cocktails and move to a table to talk. An hour and a half later, they leave the bar and head back outside and on to a restaurant less than a block away, the Mexican Cafe. After a little over an hour, two jugs of margarita, and one sangria later... Dang. Yeah. They were having a, they were having a, a good time. They leave the cafe and head to the Blue Stone Room, where he had been drinking alone earlier. Mm. Another camera inside the bar catches them seating themselves at a table after apparently ordering drinks and chatting to a doorman and then continuing to talk. It's crazy seeing all the video, like, snapshots. Yeah. Because it's fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... I think New Zealand is very much like the UK. There's, like, cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, here in America, there's cameras, but not, I feel like... Not as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not where you can, like, follow a person's movement from one from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's, like, them walking on the street, then mm-hmm. them doing this, them yeah. doing... Like, literally, there's, like, fucking every single thing that's mentioned mm-hmm. is basically on video. Yeah. 
Um, which I wish they honestly had that here because I feel like that would solve a lot of fucking problems. I, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, Kempson appears completely relaxed. It is obvious he is comfortable as he puts his armor on the man who goes on to serve drinks. Grace, too, seems very happy and she has been um, talking rapidly. Very similar. Mm-hmm. When I get excited, I talk <coughs> very quickly. Appearing to be explaining something um, to her date, smiling constantly, and using her hands to emphasize what she is saying. At 8.40 p.m., uh, Kempson puts his hand behind Grace's head and pulls um, it towards his, kissing her for a second or so. Over the next hour, they kiss several times more, um, only stopping briefly while first Kempson walks out of the shot and Grace checks her phone. As it turned out, sending her final message to her friend. Mm -hmm. She messaged her friend during the date telling her, I click with him so well. Then Grace walks out of the shot as he checks his phone. Soon after 9.30 p.m., the footage shows them leaving and heading to the lobby of the City Life Hotel, where they enter the elevator. Kempson is uh, fumbling with his key card as they head towards room 308. Exactly what happened in the room after the couple arrived isn't known. Apart from the fact that Kempson murdered Grace. What is known is that he did not call anyone and ask for help when she died. There was no call to the emergency services. Instead, at 1.30 a.m. on Sunday, as Grace lay dead in his room, Kempson carried out a number of internet searches when, which, indicate, which indicate not just how unconcerned he was about her death, but how he was actively plotting to conceal it. Have you heard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, I was like, I was like, the look that you were giving me, I was like, yeah. Um, me too. Dogs are the best. Mm-hmm. Using his mobile phone, he looked up um, hottest fire in Wada Kier ranges, the location where he would later try to bury Grace in a shallow grave. Then Kempson searched Pornhub. For videos to watch, he also took uh, intimate photographs of Grace's body, including uh, close-ups and manipulating her body. So he tried to say that he took these photos while she was still alive and that they were like consensual photos. And a lot of people don't believe that it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, can you blame them? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and he's... And like you, you find out he's just a compulsive liar Mm -hmm. everything's a lie yeah the following morning um with grace still laying in the room he texted another woman he met on tinder trying to arrange a date for later that day shortly after he was again caught on cctv buying a suitcase footage shows him going from his room to uh, a store to buy an identical suitcase then to the supermarket to buy some cleaning supplies and then to a car rental Another picture uh, shown in the trial was his room carpet stained by luminol, a chemical used by officers to reveal blood stains, which had previously um, been cleaned up. Mm-hmm. So he had said that she had like a small nosebleed, but there was blood. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And they're able to tell like everywhere. how much blood it Legit. takes to like. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. I mean, if you had a nosebleed where you had that much <clears throat> blood coming out, there's a problem. It was. Yeah. For real. Yeah. It was. It was not just a. It wasn't just a nosebleed. Yeah. He rented a red Toyota hatchback car and headed out in the afternoon to meet up with the woman he had been texting earlier on on in the day at a bar. 
Um, the woman, a former journalist who cannot be named, but who, like the killer, was 27, found her date very intense, um, quite calm, though. Soon after meeting her in a bar, um, he told her that all his friends were police officers and his closest friend was coming to New Zealand to be a crown prosecutor. Like, okay. I know, I'm like, cool. Yeah. Okay. As they discussed a murder trial she had once attended, he told her, it's crazy how guys can make one wrong move and go to jail for the rest of their life. <laughs> he then went on to say that he had heard about a guy who asked his girlfriend to have rough sex, but it had gone wrong and she died in the process. She said, I think he was in his own world telling this story. Mm-hmm. I think I just felt a bit uncomfortable. I changed the topic to traveling in the South Island. He continued to tell a number of lies in the course of their conversation and, beca- and she became increasingly uneasy. When she left the bar, she said she avoided walking directly to her car. Despite her anxiety, he later texted her asking her for another date, Smart. which she turned down. Good for her. Yep. That's a burgerino. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You give me the creepy, creepy vibes. Mm-hmm. After he got back to his room at four, uh, sorry. After he got back to his room at five forty-five p.m., he rented a rug doctor with the aim of cleaning the carpet thoroughly, telling the shop he got it to remove a red wine stain. <laughs> wow! And wow. this reminded me of, um, the smiley face killer. Yeah. Because when Ashton Kutcher had went to yep, the girl that he was supposed to go on a date with that night he thought it was red wine yep that was on her floor yep and like immediately when i read that that's where my brain went yeah i like him as a person i mean i like him as a humanitarian i like, like I him now he's... as an adult yes. yes i used to really dislike ashton kutcher i mean i loved the 70s show it was all right it was a good show it was all right oh i loved it i love to for grace so how to win a date with todd hamilton I love that's a really great movie. Great fucking I've never movie. seen that. Josh Jamel. All the hotties. Yeah, it was a good one. Oh my cute. gosh. Yep. Okay. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check it out. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, he then parked his rental car outside the hotel. Um, he picked up a trolley, which is so cute. Yeah. For all of our, our foreign listeners, <laughs> I love your words, mm-hmm. trolley. <laughs> From the reception, um, went upstairs and returned with the trolley, which was now carrying two large suitcases, one of which was the same one as the one he had bought earlier. Mm. He loaded the cases into the car and moved it to a nearby car park. Throughout the day, the CCTV reveals he changed his clothes repetitively. Yeah. Earlier the next day at 6.15 a.m., Kempson is filmed leaving the hotel and driving off in his car, Stopping only to buy a shovel at a store oh out of town. My God. Like, every Dude. single thing. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, sometimes you're glad when they're this inept because it's like, all right, we, it was you. We know. Like, you're sometimes, like sometimes you're happy when they're this moronic. But mm-hmm. other times you're like, really, dude? Like, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Uh-huh. Well, that's what I said when I, when I was watching, like, just the videos. I'm like, like, literally, you're... A fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm glad that you're a fucking idiot. Right. But like, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. days later, uh, Grace's parents became concerned after she did not reply to birthday wishes that they sent her on December the 2nd. Yeah. Because the day that she, the day before 
when she went on this date, her birthday was the next day. Mm. Um, so basically, her parents became very concerned. They got in contact with her hotel. The hotel said she had not been back. <laughs> um, and then they had gotten in contact with the police because it wasn't like her to not communicate with her parents daily. Yeah. So, like, every time I don't hear from my parents, at least within a week, I'm like, are you guys good? Mm-hmm. Still there? Are you still alive? Are you still here? Yeah. I get concerned. Um, so, he had been identified... Oh, sorry. Kempson was interviewed for the first time. He had been identified by a detective as a person of interest after she spotted that he had left a message on Grace's Facebook page at 929 on the 1st of December. Just 11 minutes before they left the Bluestone room and went to his room. Hmm. He wrote beautiful, comma, very radiant under Grace's updated profile picture. Now, this would have been sweet, like, if it was, like, maybe someone that I'd met, like, a couple times and, like, I was dating. But, like, for someone that you meet the first time. See, no, I think it's fine if it's somebody that you meet for the first time, but not then he kills you. Yeah. I think that that's maybe where I'm, like, aligning it to where I'm just, like. So, Detective Diana uh, Levinson sent him a message and asked to get, uh, him to get in touch. So, I don't know if she, like, Facebook messaged him. Probably. Which I would feel like would be so fucking, like... Yeah, probably. Yeah. 21st century man. Mm-hmm. Um, they spoke the next morning, and Kempson told her he had met Grace, but they parted at 10 p.m. on Saturday, and that was the last time he saw Right? Pantalones and fuego. Um, when another detective rang him to arrange a meeting, he said he would come in to give a formal statement later that day. Mm. But before he came in, he was spotted by another officer at the City Life Hotel. Officers had not expected to see him there and became suspicious. They ran after him and found him in a shop nearby, hauling him in for his first his first interview. His fierce, his fierce. Is it the first one? Is it the first one or the second one? Is the first one and then the second one. And then the three. Then the threes. Then the threes times. Bro, y'all know I suck at fucking pronunciation. It is not my strong suit. Yes. Okay. But you, you, you love me. We do. So... You so just, it was the first interview. It was the first. first well, interview. no, no, no. Not the first. It was hauling him in for his first. The first. First interview. The first man. The first one. His first one. He described the night that they had spent together, but stuck to his claim that he had left her at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, police acquired the CCTV um, from the hotel, which provo- uh, proved he was lying. Correct. By the time of his second interview, he had no choice but to admit ki- uh, to killing Grace relying instead on the excuse that she had died during sex by accident after she asked him to choke her in an attempt to make sex more pleasurable. Which I was like, I feel like most people who do do that, there's like safe words and there's things in place. Yes. Because. I, it's just like, it's so victim blaming and gross. I it hate is. this yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the jury rejected his uh, claim and found him guilty. During his trial, he was described as a psychopath who made some of the women he met or communicated with on Tinder highly uncomfortable. That's an understatement. Yes. It later emerged that he had ta- uh, took another British tourist out on a Tinder date before bringing her back to his Auckland uh, motel room eight months before he killed Grace. Kim, did you know this? I didn't know this part. Oh. 
Okay. Kempson raped the Taurus, then 21, while she lay on the bed crying and froze, uh, frozen with fear uh. after she refused to have sex with him. She kept the attack secret until she recognized Kempson from the media coverage the day he was charged with Grace's murder. She later told uh, a court that for a long time she had woken up crying and screaming with flashbacks and nightmares, terrified that her attacker would track her down. Jesus. She said, every time I went to sleep, I'd see your eyes popping out of your head, staring at me in anger. Another of the women he communicated with on the internet, who was wear, uh, wary of actually meeting him, but shared a series of messages in which he detailed his sexual preferences, said he had admitted to her why he enjoyed doing what he did. The witness whose identity is protected said um, he said it was because it made him feel more superior and in control. Ugh. It was this desire for domination as the uh, persecution asserted, which brought about Grace's death. Ugh. In another trial, he was convicted of terrorizing his live-in girlfriend over a period of months. He subjected her to violent assaults, threatened her with a butcher's knife, and forced her into humiliating sex acts Dear Lord. after telling her he had been sent by the CIA to kill her. Wow. What? Okay. Like That's he, normal. The shit that this man would say I'm like, and okay. would come out of his mouth was just like the most like far-fetched. I'm going to ask a really dumb question. Yeah. So he's he's new he's from New Zealand, correct? Uh, I believe he was from Australia. Okay. I don't think he was actually from. Okay, but regardless, so he wasn't from. The don't United don't come States. at me if I'm wrong. But no, my whole thing is, is Joby, double he's check from, me. He's from the CIA. Isn't that an American intelligence agency? Yeah. Or is uh, that an international intelligence I, agency? I have no clue. Joby, will look that one up like, too. The other thing I forgot to mention was the fact of with the rental car, he fucking cleaned the rental car I'm before sure returning did. it. I'm sure he did. And then it had been rented out because they didn't know at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. Okay. So while Jovi's looking that up, I'm going to I'm going to finish. Yeah, cuz I'm just really curious about that. It makes no sense. What the CIA thing. Like, oh, hey, that's yeah, just yeah. like a dumb lie to say. So a pathologist who explained how Grace died told a jury um, she was strangled and had bruises on her arms and chest mm. consistent with being pinned down. Jesus. Dr. Simon Stables said considerable force would have uh, been required and the pressure on her neck must have lasted between four to five minutes to be enough to kill her. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Fucking crazy. Kempson was unwilling to accept what he had done and showed no remorse, shouting at a judge in one of his three trials, you have no reason to convict me. You're full of shit, mate. Uh, for many months, his identity was protected by the justice process in New Zealand, which I think is, I think that's actually really interesting mm -hmm. because yeah. it's that whole, like, you're not guilty until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's very interesting how they do that. Right. Because it's, it's this, the American premise of you're um, innocent until proven guilty, but yes. you're already judged by the court of public opinion because people know who you are and know the details yes. of the case. So in this situation, you only know if you're in the know, right? If you're involved in yeah. the case. Because with this, um, this, the way that this works, mm -hmm. this, I don't know if it's a law. Mm -hmm. I guess it's a law. They, if you print his name, you would be fined. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I thought that that was very interesting that how, interesting. like, you know, you're not publicly condemning him. Yes. Right. Unless he's, like, found, Actually and, found I mean, guilty. And this motherfucker's guilty. Guilty as sin. Guilty as fuck. Yeah. But that he, uh, that was finally removed when he lost an appeal against his conviction and sentence for murdering Grace. 
A three-week trial, uh, after a three-week trial, he was convicted by a unanimous guilty verdict and later sentenced to life imprisonment with a minimum non-parole period of 17 years. Wow. Grace was taken away from us in the most brutal fashion a year ago, and our lives have been ripped apart, her father, David uh, Mullane, said, after the verdict in her murder trial, fighting back tears. She did not deserve to be murdered in such a barbaric way during her gap year. Grace was our sunshine, and she will be missed forever. There's quite a bit more to that story, but I'm going to be honest. I got through this, and then I was fucking sad, and I needed to go lay down and... Yeah. Watch some happy TikToks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the CIA question. Uh, Unlike the FBI, which is a domestic security service, the CIA has no law enforcement function and they mainly focused on overseas. Oh, overseas. With only limited domestic intelligence. Interesting. So it's the gathering of information. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out, outward. And not in the country. And what was the other question? Where, Where was he was from. from. What's his name? Uh, Jesse Kempson. Or if you look up piece of shit. <laughs> uh, Wellington region. It's New Zealand. He's from New oh, Zealand. Oh, he is from yes. New Zealand. Okay. okay I don't know Mike. why I was thinking he was from Australia. I mean, New Zealand and Australia are close. Yeah, they're very close. And they actually they have similar accents and customs love- and whatnot. All right, I, I'm going to say right now, I love Australian accents. I love British accents. Oh my God, I don't know what me it too. is. It's part of the reason why I think I'm so obsessed with Ted Lasso is those British accents just make me so happy. They do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Make me so happy. I'm like, I could literally just sit and listen to someone talk mm-hmm. because it's just like I enjoy it. Agreed. I wonder if they feel the same way about our American accent. I don't voices. think they do. We have an ugly accent, I think. Right? Okay. Yeah. Well, I think it also depends on the accent. Like... Tell us, friends, because you're the ones that listen to us every week. Yeah. Do you think we suck? Well, I was going to say, we actually have some UK listeners. We do. We have a decent amount. Hey, UK listeners, we are talking to you, okay? UK. Wow. Oh, Oh, and Canadians. Oh, my God. I have a thing for Canadians. I love them. Okay. I was wondering where you were going with that. I love them. I irrationally hate all Canadians. No, I fucking like them. I love Canadians. Canadians are the nicest people. Ever. That's kind of what it's all about. Like, I waited the other day at my dentist office, and the lady was Canadian, and I could tell by the way that she was talking, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, yeah. she's really fucking nice. Like, overly nice. Yeah. My sister's Made friend, it hard to be mad. My sister's friend is from Canada, and she's leaving, actually, on Saturday. I happened to see her earlier this week, and she's leaving on Saturday to go up to Canada to visit her mom. And it was like, what part of Canada? And she's like... Just kind of like go north and we're that way. I'm like, so like in the Toronto area, blah, blah, blah. She's like, how do you know that much about Canada? I'm like, so I have a problem because I'm a little obsessed with Canada. My favorite band is from Canada. They're called Silverstein. Mm-hmm. I'm going off on a tangent now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to drag ourselves out of that. <laughs> out of <laughs> that dark, This dark space that we're in right now. But yeah. I want to go to, I want to go to Toronto. I want to go to Montreal. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Vancouver. It's supposed to be beautiful, beautiful yes. there. But Jovi and I really, really want to go to Newfoundland. Yes, that okay. is the dream. We okay, I want to go. I want to go to. Can I go with? Well, it's our fortieth. Oh, sorry, never mind. So yes. we want to go to Gander. Gander. I'm just we inviting myself. We want to kiss the cod, and we can be a Newfoundlander. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. 
But that, yeah. that's that's my story for this week. It's really fucking sad. It is very sad. I couldn't mm-hmm. get any further than that because I mean, wasn't there something too about him like calling his dad? I didn't see any of that where okay. I was at. I least. might be mooshing together two different stories. I definitely have heard that one before. But I might be mixing Mushing. together another story where there was like a dude who lived he's like in a high rise apartment or a high rise hotel room, like super richy, rich, rich. And he like instead of calling authorities after the girl died, he called his dad. I don't know. I think that's a different story. I think it's a different story. I think like I said, I think I'm mooshing together two stories. Dude. But yeah. Crazy. Well, oh yeah. Sorry, I'm just For gonna sure. keep saying that I'm like no, he is. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, Thank Here we you. are at the end of another episode of Bed Crime Stories. Thank you for that story, Nikki. We Thank appreciate it. Thank you for listening it. to us. Yes. Thank you for liking us. Yes. I hope that you're subscribed to us. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm trying. I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to do it, but I'm right. like trying to remember all the things, and I'm like, I'm not good at it. Like, review, rate, subscribe. Like, review, rate, uh, rate, subscribe. Yes. So, social meds yes. are bed crime stories on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. And email is. Email is going to be bedcrimestoriespod at gmail.com. That is correct, Mundo. And we would like for you to send in your story requests. Yes, we want story requests. Yes, to either the email or to our DMs on Insta. DM it. Get in DM it. DM us. Slide into those DMs. Um, and. If you have a specific person that you would like to tell your re- story request, let us know that in the it's email It's always going to well. be Charlie. No. <laughs> tell that as well. Let us know. Um, is that pretty much... I mean, I guess that's pretty be much nice, it. Be nice. Don't be an asshole. Stop being an asshole. Or chill out. Have a moon pie. <laughs> Stop killing people. <laughs> chill out. Have a moon pie. <laughs> Stop <Wow>. murdering people. <laughs> I actually said that to my dogs the other day, and they looked at me like, what the fuck? Because they were like, they were being all crazy, and I said, chill out. Have a moon pie. Stop murdering people. Yeah. Okay. Okay, anyway, sorry. No, it's fine. Back to, uh... I hope you... I hope all of your days are Bones days. Oh, yeah, Bones days. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, no, thank you so much. Whoops. Be kind to one another. There we go. Yeah. We love you all. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week, but until then... Sweet dreams. Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0.